My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Graceful, modest, stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. This is Cover Mode. And we are live with season two of Cover Mode. And what better day to start Cover Mode than on World Hijab Day? Did you know that? Assalamu alaikum, hello and welcome. I'm your host, Rashan Isaacs. It's been a while, yes, but Cover Mode is here to bring your attention to a woman's style, beauty, health and wellness journey. The lineup for today in the business of fashion, we kick off season two with drawing your attention to the men in our lives. The South African Men's Wear Week is coming up this very week, Wednesday through Saturday. And we have designer Didier and Tete from Magents Clothing Apparel joining us. We also speak to up-and-coming designer Uneza Tofar of the label Suruna. And I'll give you some insight into World Hijab Day, how you can acknowledge the day and celebrate it. Followed by and closing off today's rendition of Cover Mode is Yasmin Kota Tofi, who will introduce us to Covered Magazine, which has recently launched. A brand that is true to our South African heritage is that of Magents. Magents will be featured in this year's SA Menswear Fashion Week to talk us through the significance of a fashion week for designers. And Magents Clothing Apparel is designer Didier and Tato. Tete, I was almost said Tao Tao. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's sorry. All good. It's all good. Hello and welcome to the studio, guys. Nice to be here, thank you. So, Isaacs, how are you? Well, very well, thank you. <laughs> and deciding on a clothing line that would resonate in all of us, the value of being African, what gave birth to Magents? You know, Magents, the actual word is is so part of, you can say the Lakshan, uh, uh, I think it's even like the 70s and yeah. so on, so it goes way back. And uh, so the a lot of people are like blown away when they know we've been around for more than 20 years. <laughs> You know, so we, uh, but the name is, is, is true to true to South Africa and it expresses the sort of the dude. But if you are, say you're in a, in a situation like this and I walk out and there are girls here and guys, and I would say, cheers, guys. I mean, you would not be offended and uh, think that I'm calling you uh, a, a, a guy. A, a guy. <laughs> so that's similar to Magents. But um, yeah, so but Magents itself is really, uh, we always say uh, we express the soil through threads of cotton. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what it's about. We take all the different cultures, and not only South Africa, but also Africa. And uh, we uh, always celebrate. say we spell, yeah. celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Spell Africa with a K, because yeah, if you look at the vernac and the 10 rand or 100 rand note, uh, we spell it with a, with a K. It's spelled in the vernac with a K as well. So C is for? Colonization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, your message is also very powerful. Um, how would you describe your clothing line? Um, so sort of give examples of those sorts of messages that you mm. bring through in your clothing line. Mm. Well, uh, we, so you want to roll okay. with that one? <laughs> well, from a graphic perspective, I mean, we base our designs um, on philosophical subject matter, poll statements, um, and really... Um, Speaking of Africa as well, I mean, some some say our message is a bit political. We're like, no, we're not political. <laughs> we, we're conscious, you know. So we just mm. speak of what is happening around us. I mean, we could have discussions with people um, and pick up something from someone that someone had actually said and incorporate that in our design. So, 
you want to add anything? You know, there's, uh, for instance, we would have a, um, this is one of our uh, designs uh, that we did, and it just said forgive mm-hmm. in a certain font and so on. And the, the um, essence or the, th- that attribute of forgiveness is so part of millions mm-hmm. of South Africans, you know. So uh, uh, like we said at the, at the store, the, um, what we normally do is we take a person like Tata and we say, look, uh, he really came out and he forgave uh-huh. uh, those that, that, that hurt him and that harmed him. But we, 99, 99% of the time, we forget all those uh, grandmothers, grandfathers and so on that had the same and still got the same attribute mm-hmm. uh, as that. You know? So we really celebrate that sort of um, uh, elements that are more on the inside than the outside. So, I, I also remember, I mean, I, I've been at your store launch at mm-hmm. Canal Walk and um, there was this one uh, sweater that, that stood out for me and mm-hmm. it reminded yeah. me of the whole Amandla. Yes, Africa Rise, yeah. That was actually, um, I mean, we're also aligned with music as well. Mm-hmm. And we've had a rapper named Reason mm-hmm. uh, come walk the ramp for us. So at our actual event, we got our own trademark that we do at the end of our show. We raise our fists. Ah. And that just basically represents that the struggle continues. Yeah. I mean, even now, you know what's happening in society. Yes. I mean, there's still a sort bit of, of a power race, to right? the yeah. people of Africa. Yeah, so yeah, sure. we actually took um, a clip of his first and and incorporate that we, we sketched his first art and put that onto onto the design so you know there's kind of that journey as well in the design process you know mm-hmm. it comes and stems from some it's not just really taking a graphic and slapping onto well, it I really so. love the personal touch yeah. Yeah. for us for, for <laughs> us over everything Miss Isaacs the message comes first in the clothing then the brand yes. I mean, it's got yes. the, the, the message the, clothing brand the garment has got a we, we speak we speak to the to the heart through our clothing, so it's just part of our DNA and ethos as well. Yeah, you know, at the moment, uh, all over Africa and and and, and Africans, uh, whether they live in the states or wherever, are really standing up for ourselves. You know, so um, uh, last uh, our last show, we did a theme against the cops that are really abusing the guys, mm-hmm. the people of color in, in in America. So we really and we, that is not political; it's just a conscious statement mm-hmm. uh, that we've made uh, against that. But it's it's as if Africa is almost waking up or or rising. So mm-hmm. we we always Africa call it rise. Africa rise. You mm-hmm. know, so uh, with a K. With a K. Because <laughs> it's, it's really sure. beautiful what's happening. And, uh, you know, if, 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 if Steve Beaker and those kind of guys, within their uh, a lifetime, sometimes we're so busy with things that we forget the significance of this era or this point in time that mm-hmm. we're living in. And at the moment, amazing things are happening in the spirits of, of, of Africans, you know. So Africa's Which is like something that we should celebrate as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. Now, you're also showcasing at the South African Menswear Fashion Week this very week. The interest in menswear seemed to have grown quite significantly in the last two years, with SA Menswear Fashion Week placing the spotlight on menswear. Why do you mm. think that is? All over the world, this is happening. So uh, New York, London, all the fashion weeks, they, the, the, the growth in menswear is just phenomenal. So a lot of uh, fashion weeks started to focus only on men's because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes they say the, the guys are more boring and that sort of <laughs> stuff. But it seems like men are also waking up to, yeah. to a more stylish uh, <laughs> kind yes. of day. You know? They, they, say they men think are the the women are maybe getting too much of the spotlight. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean also like as well, like men uh, are considered more brand loyal. Ah, <laughs> but that's true though. Well, on that point, let's t- go to a break and we'll get some tips from the Magents guys. <laughs> mm-hmm.
Spice Mecca have draped their tablecloth over Table Mountain and created the exquisite culinary range, Tastes of the Cape. Tastes of the Cape is quick and easy to make and celebrates the rich heritage of the mother city. Try their delicious pickled fish, babuti, minced curry, sasatis and more. You loved Spice Mecca's Tastes of India? Now ask for Tastes of the Cape at your favorite supermarket. Spice Mecca proves that local is lacquer. At Two Year Health, we pride ourselves in providing our clients with clinical and professional health services by qualified, courteous and well-informed staff. We specialize in live blood analysis, which helps to enhance and improve your health. We also stock a wide range of health products. So whatever your health requirement, call us on 021-671-2469 for a free consultation with Ashraf. For your convenience, to your health is open seven days a week. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. Yes, you're listening to Cover Mode and our guests are enjoying some conversation among themselves as well, which is always welcomed here on Cover Mode. We have Didier and Tete from Magent's Clothing Apparel Label. You've just spoken about the menswear fashion week. Do you have any tips for you know up and coming designers who want to participate in a fashion week? Because you, you've been around for, I think you've uh, showcased three years in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah. We sort of did uh, we did some other fashion weeks as well in the past and the significance of a fashion week uh, sometimes uh, we're not too sure about that you know because is it is it to sell or is it just to show mm-hmm. a lot of guys use it to uh, for a marketing kind of thing and uh, afterwards they they don't even sell one garment mm-hmm. in South Africa and uh, the the so that, that that is not really the point so what we always say uh, for a designer is that your library is your most important weapon mm-hmm. so you should know your dna as a designer you you know what what you like and and, and that that dna is always going to stay with you but you cannot just keep there you're going to always keep on filling your library in other mm-hmm. words that is if you see something that you that you like to to incorporate or you you think of something or you dream of something or you wake up with an amazing idea or whatever those things are your library but mm-hmm. you've got nothing to inspire you then you're going to find so you do your first collection that your second collection is dead and you don't know why you flat yeah. and that's why your library is so powerful and so important a lot of big guys just take you and maybe let you design for them and they suck you dry and spit you out so designer always got to keep it keep it that's going. the harsh cruelty of it so of, yeah, yeah the creatives you know mm. that's that's the thing so one has to then be consistent yeah, um, yeah, and not only consistent. So when you're approaching a fashion week, you actually then have to ensure that you've had two or three collections behind you. Um, it, is yeah. that what you're saying? Y- yes. Yeah. You, you. You. I mean, a guy or girl cannot just walk in there and, you know, just fresh I, I think, off. Yeah, yeah, I think some college. Some, yeah, they won't just take you anyway. No. Just, mm-hmm. just anybody, you know. So you gotta, you gotta. There gotta be some mistakes in your history <laughs> already, you know. So you gotta have some schooling behind you, and uh, in practical ways as well. I mean, not 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 only uh, theory or at varsity. You really gotta gotta have some. But I mean, you gotta start somewhere. So you yeah. start with smaller shows, 
uh, smaller uh, collections and because a lot of designers cannot put uh, 20 to 30 looks together mm-hmm. at once you know it also yeah. costs a lot of money to mm-hmm. do that so uh, yeah so but also from a show perspective as well i mean i think if they got uh kind of new element to bring to f- I mean no, I know with us we we've kind of like added the whole theatrical element to it I mean uh, obviously we do have the guys walking up and down but at the end we've got this whole celebration where guys can dance at the end <laughs> so um, that's just our element that we bring to, 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 to the show so I mean if they also got a point of difference I think mm-hmm. to bring to it I mean that's, that's just the word of advice as well that I could a point of yeah. difference yeah. on yeah. that note to see more of Magents go to www.magents.co.za or visit them at the Canal Walk shopping store um, thank you so much for sharing the Magents story and giving us insight into menswear fashion week and all the best for the upcoming well, thank show you. Oh, thank, thank you so much for having us awesome being here also in the studio is Uneza Tofa of uh, the up and coming in fact you've been around for quite a long time for a while now um i think yes for the past four years four years say. okay that's <laughs> the re- that 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 you've got c- uh, quite a few collections so you may might just make it for a fashion week hey? yeah well i'm getting <laughs> some yeah, here from the guys okay so, so assalamualaikum to you and welcome to um cover mode Uneza, when and how did your interest in fashion design begin because your background is not fashion Yes, yeah. Well, um, I think, you know, uh, the person that played the largest role in that is definitely my mother. Um, She was in the business um, since I can remember. I mean, as young as, I mean, as soon as I opened my eyes, basically, (laughs) I was um, actually watching her, you know, um, create garments and design. And I think because I was the only daughter, you know, (laughs) I was the one that, you know, she kind of dressed up. You know growing up and i grew up wearing all these beautiful dresses that she designed and um i think i was always involved um visually by seeing you know the the entire creative process so i was very much exposed to the designing and the production and very importantly the textiles and i think i developed a love for textiles and uh, when i reached my teenage years um, i started to you know be more conscious of who i was and what i wanted to wear so i started designing my own garments and i started choosing my own textiles and deciding how i would style um, my outfits Mm -hmm. and i think from there um, you know it, it was kind of a natural inclination to you know be very creative and um I think it was just my calling. I, <laughs> I've always felt like no, I sometimes to we start. fight that calling. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was difficult. Um, it's it's a risk, you know, to just go out and say you're going to leave that um, private sector yeah. behind and you know start you know your own business or follow your dreams mm-hmm. but i think it was really worth it oh that's yeah. great awesome. yeah how would you define your design genre um i think my design aesthetic i would say is obviously modest and uh, a modern interpretation of vintage and i've always been a lover of everything vintage i think you know there's just like this very um, elegant and graceful and somewhat expensive feel to you know the 1800s and the early 1900s oh, and stunning yeah mm-hmm. and you know i can't help but you know just 
be drawn to that period and I think it just comes naturally I can't help myself sometimes I try to experiment differently but I just keep on going back to that because Mm -hmm. you know that's actually the essence of um, my design aesthetic because of the femininity behind it and um, I think it's just absolutely beautiful and timeless as well which Mm -hmm. is a very important factor for me uh, in creating my clothing and how often do you create a new collection well, generally, um, I do it um, uh, the two different seasons. Oh. So I would have a winter fall collection and a spring summer collection. Um, uh, ideally, a lot of my target market, you know, are the Muslim customers, mm-hmm. although I do have non-Muslim customers as well. Um, and Eid, you know, as you know, falls during that winter period. So mm-hmm. most of the time I just amalgamate. I think it's also that appeal to, to you know, wearing something that's a bit more modest, um, yes. modestly styled. Yes, no, definitely. And also, um, you know, kind of creating a mixture of the formal and, um, you know, the smart casual. Mm-hmm. Um, because today, you know, uh, women also need to be practical and <laughs> they want a lot of wear out of their clothes. Yeah. So I think by um, basically joining, you know, um, the collection together, the Eid and the winter collection, I create a nice balance of items for people to choose from. Neza, what do you think is the most important thing to consider when designing for that modern yet conservative woman? Um, I think what's very important to think about is firstly that women today, the modern woman, she's got so many roles to play. She's mm. a career woman. She's a mother. You know, she, I mean, multitasking. No, we can't exactly wash floors been. and cook in the <laughs> tightest of outfits now. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm always thinking about that. I'm always thinking about, um, can she move in this? Mm-hmm. You know, it looks stunning, but, you know, um, is it flexible? Yeah. You know, I'm also um, thinking about the timelessness uh, or the timeless. So we want to look elegant. We want to look stylish. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. want to be beautiful, especially when yes. our husband comes home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, creating items that can transcend, um, you know, they can be worn in the day and you can accessorize them differently and mm-hmm. wear them in the night. You can wear them to work, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, creating functional items that are kind of classic um, and incorporating trends as opposed to just creating something trendy because I know you know um, women they also want to you know wear what's in fashion at that time so just try and incorporate that but still stay true to the essence of the brand and um, you know create something that can stay in your wardrobe hopefully um, season after season and won't really go out of fashion your clothes also they cross from young to old, yes. Who would yeah. you say is your customer? Um, my customer is um, from the age of uh, 25 right up until the age of 50. I've wow. even gotten over that. Wow. <laughs> and um, all sizes, because you know we've got yeah. lots of sizes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I, I think about the design. I even mm-hmm. think about the design because um, it needs to be flattering. Um, and uh, modestly flattering, you know. So I think that I kind of think about that and I cater for the different body shapes, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I believe that doesn't matter what size you are. You should and I think still. you also mentioned that you um, your focus was a lot on texture, yes. and I think texture really plays a role when you're thinking of the kinds of materials that fit onto certain body types and yes. you know yeah. uh, things that you can see or reveal yes. um, from a person's body. And yeah. you must have played careful attention to that as well. Yeah, I think because I had so much expose sorry exposure um, through my mother um, through the years with textiles, I kind of um, started understanding you know, the weight of 
certain textiles, you know, and, you know, which ones were more breathable to use in summer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the practical elements like things, uh, textiles that would increase too easily, you know, and you can kind of, you know, work in them, you know, or handle your kids in them and, you know, you'll still look fabulous. So mm -hmm. I think textiles are very important in the design process for me. At least. How do we find Saruna? You okay. are not based in a boutique somewhere. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very much, um, um, I wouldn't say geared, but trying to gear myself towards a more of an online platform. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel that, you know, that is the future way of doing things. Um, so, um, I am online. I have a presence on social media. So if the list listeners want to have a look at my collection, um, I am on Facebook under Seruna, S-E-R-U-N-A. And then I have an Instagram page as well. So please follow me. <laughs> um, uh, my Instagram name is Seruna Collection. So two words um, or spelt as one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, they can also contact me. I have a contact number. Um, because, you know, through the years, people, you know, they don't respond well when you say email me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my contact number is 076-125-9270. And um, I'll hopefully be doing uh, a new collection soon. So I'm looking forward um, to starting that. Any sneak peeks? Yeah, well, you know, um, I think um, definitely some bold colors this year. Um, I tend to stick to solids because um, my target market really, you know, <laughs> they kind of demand that every season. But I also experiment a lot with prints and I think we'll see um, uh, some nice fine details, finer details on, you know, more solid based. And just touching on what you said now in terms of your target market and what they demand and just bringing um, Magents back into this conversation yes. again is um, do you base a lot on what you do in terms of who that target market is? Because, you know, when you start as a designer, you're making something and you hope everybody loves it or, you know, if they hate it, then you kind of, you know, at what point do you start involving your target market? We, when we started uh, as a creative, you, you, you always do the, you like the crazy stuff. So mm -hmm. our, we changed from being 80% crazy <laughs> to being 20% crazy, you know, so, and it's true what she says. I mean, uh, you, but uh, that can also kill you. But you also got to, because you, you, you can lose your creativity, yeah. it becomes stale, yeah. you know, so, mm -hmm. yes, but uh, sales wise, you would sell 80% of your sales would be the normal uh, to designers, mm. you can almost say boring stuff. Mm -hmm. Conservative. You know, but, mm. Yeah, so, uh, but we, yeah, but mo most, most people, if you look at guys advertising sunglasses, for instance, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the magazines and so on, they advertise the craziest shades, but those maybe are like 2% of the sales. Yeah, that's true. You know, so you got yeah. to, you, yeah. but you also got to listen to, to, to the guys cool. that you design for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think there needs to be a balance. Um, I think it's very important um, from a marketing perspective to understand, you know, um, what is the solution you're providing to the problem the customer has. You know, and that's basically, mm -hmm. you know, how do you cater for this customer? Mm -hmm. What do they want? You need to kind of get 
inside the head of the customer. It's also finding that niche that, yes. you know, yes. that, and, and yet also being able to cater to them yes. and not to the 2% of, you know, yeah, <laughs> a sure. smaller sort of portion because yeah. yes. we need to make money out of the end of the day. Thank you so much. Uh, I was going to call you Saruna <laughs> and I've got Tao on the one side. <laughs> but thank you so much to all of you for joining me in studio and mm. for sharing all your stories about mm. your brands and giving our listeners and our future designers really good tips in terms of wanting to you know enter the trade of design it's not easy you really really need to know who you are i think first as an african (laughs) with a k and you know also where you're going and and i guess the marketing behind it as well you kind of have to have that background because without it um you're you're not going to be you know getting the target right Mm. um so i wish you all the best here in studio with your brands and with your new collections and i'm looking forward to seeing magen's uh collection i believe it's going to be a colonization (laughs) (laughs) are we going to colonize europe (laughs) 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 okay um we are going to um, take a break shortly, but just before we do that, I'm going to tell you all about the um, World Hijab Day. And in telling you all about the World Hijab Day, I do have a surprise for you because I've changed my signature tune to something that really encompasses who the woman is. And if any of you know me, I love writing poetry. And part of that is writing something that really inspired me um, and inspired the queens of our nation. And that is is the true essence of a woman. So the 1st of February 2013 marked the first annual World Hijab Day in recognition of millions of Muslim women who choose to wear the hijab and live a life of modesty. The brainchild of this movement is from New York, Nazma Khan, who came up with the idea as a means to foster religious tolerance and understanding by inviting women, that's non-hijabi Muslims or non-Muslims, to experience the hijab for one day. So how can you get involved? How can you acknowledge this day? If you are a hijab wearing women, then educate those around you that your hijab is a symbol of modesty, um, represents your religion, yes, and it, but it does not confine you to experiencing life. I mean, if all else, we live life quite large. We have race car drivers, we've got triathlon, we've got designers, you know, um, we've got people in media as well. And if you have never worn a hijab, then try it just for the day to see possibly how others see you and if in any way you are confined by wearing the hijab and um, also invite your friends to wear the hijab as well for many people the hijab is a symbol of oppression and segregation by opening up new pathways to understanding um, Nazma the founder of um, the World Hijab Day hopes to counteract some of the controversies surrounding why Muslim women choose to wear hijab because it in no no way confines us. So on that note, I'm going to play you the signature tune or I'm going to ask our technician to um, play you the signature tune, the new signature tune, and it is titled Women. Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren. 
styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is Cover Mode. I hope that you love the new signature tune. I would love for your comments. I will post the poem on Voice of the Cape as well as on the Cover Mode Facebook page. And if you didn't know, yes, there is a Facebook page for Cover Mode as well. Because, you know, we're, we'll, we'll post all of our designers' pictures there as well so that you know what it is that they design and see whether your personality or character, character resonates with their brand. Um, and that is Cover Mode, C-O-V-E-R. That's Cover and Mode, M-O-D-E. Um, look us up on Facebook and like us. Also, give me your comments and, you know, let me know what you think of the poem on women because it was really inspired by you, the listener. On the line, we have Yasmin. She's a wife and a mom of three kids, enjoys fashion, conversation and reading. And one of the magazines that I've read recently is a magazine that she's introduced and it's called Covered Magazine. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Cover Mode, Yasmin. Wa alaikum salam, Rashan. Thanks for having me. Yasmin, this is, I think, the third edition of Cover Mode. Of Covered. See, I almost thought it was Cover Mode. I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Covered Magazine, right? That's correct, yes. And what inspired you to start Covered Magazine? Okay, the inspiration came through was when I'm, I'm a girl, I was, I'm a woman who enjoys reading the glossy magazines, <laughs> the Cosmos, the Vogue. I love fashion. I love all of that. And when I donned my hijab about six years ago, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, those magazines didn't quite appeal to me. So I decided to create one of my own. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure that many women were, were quite, um, you know, happy for you to do that because we all sit with that same problem where we have magazines that appeal to, you know, maybe more than non-wearing hijab. Um, so what can we expect in issue one? Okay, issue one is well, it's just a rundown. Basically, it gives you tips. It gives beauty tips. There's fashion, how to halalify your outfit, mm-hmm. how to, you know, there's inspiration, motivation tips. Um, we the, the two issues that we've done was uh, the first issue and the second issue was a bridal issue. It was just oh, a okay. test run. Yeah. We're currently launching with our third edition, which um, has more of women making their mark, doing things for themselves. Uh, we've got Zara Sayed on our cover. Sensei Zara Sayed, should I say, on our cover. Wow. Um, yeah, so uh, that's what Covered's about. Mm-hmm. And I've read that edition of, you know, the Sensei. That's a very inspiring story. Amazing. That lady really can kick, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Literally <laughs> too. <laughs> so how often will the online magazine be available? Okay, the, we're going for bi-monthly issues for now. Um, inshallah, as it, because we're still starting out, mm-hmm. inshallah, we, we want to take it monthly. We also want to take the magazine on print. That's our aim. And yeah, bi-monthly for now, 
you can check us out on our website. It's www.coveredmagazine.co.za. And like us on Facebook. Our links are on there. All the links are on Instagram as well. So, yeah. So, how did you? How does one download it? They download it by going to www.coveredmagazine.co.za. That's correct. And then they will find, they can subscribe through there. They can go into the links. It will show you go to our latest edition and then you're ready to go. We are hosted by an international company, so the magazine is international. Oh, well. wow. That is brilliant. So, you've really come a long way since issue one. Yes, we have. And yes, why launch with, with issue three? Uh, why launch with issue three? Because um, I feel that it's, it, we're more into it now. We know what we're talking about. We're getting the, we've got the feel for it. So, yeah, issue three is the one we're going with. Mm-hmm. And who's the rest of your team? How do they contribute? And would you be opening up for, for others to contribute as well? Yes, we are definitely. We're always looking for contributions. Uh, we are a team of three ladies. Uh, my sub-editor is Zaytun Akowai Abed. She's well-known in the journalist area, so mm-hmm. yes, she helps sub-editing. We've got Deco and whatever else at my assistant, Sadia Kasim, along with us. So, yeah, it's the three of us taking it okay. to another level. I'm not sure if you're aware, but today is World Hijab Day, and Update. you've just mentioned to me yeah. that about six years ago you donned the hijab. So... I know this is, you know, I've caught you off guard. <laughs> what does wearing the hijab mean to you? What does the hijab mean to me? Mm-hmm. Basically, it's, it's a choice. But the word when you say hijab, it's devotion. It's my devotion to to my maker. To that's what I put in my hijab. It's nothing. It's not forced on me. It's just, yeah. The word describes devotion. That's, mm-hmm. that's one word. That's beautiful. Beautiful. And then um, you did give us your uh, contact details. Can I take down your, are you giving your cell phone details as well? Um, You can take down cell phone details. All right. In case anybody wants to phone to contribute or tell you about the events, um, the issue three has just come out now. So will we expect issue, the next issue to come out in March? Inshallah, end of March. All right, and you're obviously already working on this issue, right? Yes, that's correct. And would you be giving us any, you know, what would we expect in that issue? What we're looking to expect in the next issue, well, oh gosh, uh, there's so much. We've got Spiders and Lace will be showcased at our event. Mm -hmm. Our launch is on the 6th of February, this coming Saturday at 27 Boxes in Malville. It's in Johannesburg, so they're going to be showcasing. They are couture for the fuller figure woman. Ah, lovely. So that's one of our... what we plan on having in our next issue, inshallah. I mean. Inshallah, I mean. Shukran so much, Yasmin. Uh, you didn't give me that telephone number so that we oh, can yes. let our listeners know. Yeah. It's 082 0 And that's for the magazine covered. And, you know, a lot of us look for inspiration or something that we can be um, modestly inspired by and Covered Magazine gives you just that. It has sort of the same concept as as Cover Mode would I say. It has health, it has beauty, it has inspirational women or women who are positively empower communities as well. Am I correct, Jasmine? That's correct. You're 100% correct. <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> to you and your team. I'm really looking forward to reading more of Covered Magazine and um, and I hope to see it in print soon. 
Inshallah, amin. amin. Shukran for that. Keeping our fingers crossed and toes. Amin. <laughs> All right. Shukran so much, Yasmin. Until then and until we see the next Covered magazine, I will uh, insert or put uh, Yasmin's details on our Facebook page so that you can easily find her. Salam, Yasmin. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, Sean, for the opportunity. Wa alaikum salam. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. Yes, this is Cover Mode and I am opening up the lines now to talk to you or for you to talk to me. The number is 021-442-3530. That number, 021-442-3530. Another very important factor to consider is your health. So here on Cover Mode, in our business of fashion, we started off by drawing your attention to the men in our lives on focusing on the South African menswear week that came up. And as you've heard, we've spoken to Didier and um, from the Magents Clothing Apparel and Tete. And then also we spoke to Uneza Tofa of the label Saruna and just now we had Yasmin Kota Tofi who introduced us to Covered Magazine. You also now know all about World Hijab Day. I'd be interested to know how you would acknowledge that day, what you consider the hijab to be, and that number again is zero two one four four two three five three zero. On the health and wellness side, I'm just going to let you know the importance of water. That is the first thing I'm going to introduce you to in terms of our health and wellness segment. That is water. Did you know for every 25 to 30 kilos that you weigh, you should be drinking one liter of water? Our bodies consist of 70% of water and can only go on a few days without it. So imagine if we're not drinking enough water, we're not sufficiently or efficiently covered in terms of, you know, we, we're probably dehydrated. And by being dehydrated, we, they, it can lead to so many things like weight gain, fatigue, migraines, constipation, muscle cramps, increased blood pressure, kidney problems, dry skin and mouth. And once you are well hydrated and you're filled up with a sufficient amount of water, what it does for you is moistens your tissues and lubricates your muscles and joints. So you're able to move easier. So right now, if you're 20 and you're feeling 40, it's probably because you need some more water and to loosen up those joints and muscles. What water also does when you, when you are well hydrated is keeps the body temperature at an optimal state, assists in digestion and waste elimination, lessening the likelihood of constipation, that thing we don't really want, helps in blood circulation and cellular regeneration. It flushes out the waste from the liver and the kidneys. It aids the body in the absorption of nutrients and minerals, and it also helps to speed up your metabolism. 
So water is really, really important. And if you're not drinking a glass right now, I suggest you get one. If you didn't even fill half your quota for the day, I suggest you get a glass of water right now. And we'll start in a glass of water for this episode of Cover Mode because next week we'll touch on something a little bit more um, you know, in terms of possibly smoothies and how you can substitute your fruits in terms of drinking them instead of eating them. And again, if you want to look at what sort of quota you should be drinking, for every 25 to 30 kilos you weigh, you should be drinking one liter of water. If you'd like to speak to me on 021-442-3530, the lines are open. On uh, the World Hijab Day, it is, um, that is today, it is in recognition of millions of Muslim women who choose to wear hijab and live a life of modesty. So in your workplace, what you could do is you could actually uh, introduce a hijabify sort of day where you ask the non-Muslims to wear the hijab for one day. And perhaps it even becomes a style session to see what they look like if they actually wore a hijab, if they wore a scarf um, covered fully and um, and see what they say. Yeah, give, let's hear some of their, um, their feedback on that. The new signature tune we've also introduced, that is Women. I'm going to read it to you. You are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home. Because yes, we are the queens of our home. And too little do we think of ourselves as queens. We're often thought of as domestics because we're always cleaning up. We're often thought of the drivers because we're always picking up the kids. Um, so whether that queen is the grandmother of the house or the mother or the aunt, you play a very, very special role in the people's lives around you. You are the pride of your children. You are the light that's always left on because we know when everyone's gone to sleep, you're there tidying everyone's things up, getting everyone's uh, clothing for the next day or preparing the breakfast early in the morning when everyone is still asleep. You are refined in your ways. You're also a woman of substance, substantially phased by your everyday conscience. And that conscience is to live in a way that that uplifts everyone around you, not just in your home, but in the homes of others as well. We extend ourselves to our community, to developing that community, to educating that community. And at the same time, you manage to style yourself so gracefully as a woman, as a true woman who sits on a throne that belongs to the queen. But by doing so, it doesn't mean that you are a snob in any way, <laughs> but in fact that you empower lives from that throne. You empower lives to be filled with that pride, with hope, with love, with beauty, with nourishment, with soul and with faith. And that is the true essence of cover mode. It is the true essence of who a woman is and the role that she plays in society. And on that note, I'm going to... I'm going to love and leave you and because um, that's the show for today. And inshallah, next week, I hope that you'll join us as we have some more exciting guests to in store. And uh, till then, assalamu alaikum.